Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the second episode of The Hot Seat. My name is Mason Shockett. I'm joined by my co-host, Sam McClellan. How are we doing today, Sammy? Doing great. It's good to be back. We're joined by our second guest of the pod, Riley O'Hare. How are we doing today, Riley? Doing well. Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me. We're ready to go over what happened this weekend. Obviously, Super Bowl Sunday, big weekend for all of sports Huge fans. weekend. Very eventful weekend. little Super Bowl recap to start off the podcast. What are we feeling about the Bengals? Obviously, they didn't win. Still a great season, though. They were closer than than we all expected, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Going I, in the, the postseason, I thought they were going to choke first round. I said it last podcast. Because of their line, but yeah. Yeah, I thought it was going to be... I thought it was gonna, they were going to be last in the division, so the fact that they won the entire AFC really was... Really? You thought they were, they were going to be that bad? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, before the season, who maybe I was going to take them over the Steelers, but... Yeah, I mean, I had them over the Steelers for sure. Browns, I honestly, before the division, I didn't. I thought the Browns were a better team just because of the I offensive not, line. Really? Not, so yeah. you were taking them, what, Ravens or Bengals over the, in the division? Ravens. Really? Yeah, I mean, I had Ravens winning too, but I had Bengals last. I thought the I thought Browns the run game was good enough to be team. better. The way they started off this year was insane. Well, yeah, and then the injury bug. Yeah. It definitely got hurt, but... Going back to the Super Bowl, did you guys see that um, on that final play when Burrow got sacked? He had Jamar Chase. Yeah, wide open. Wide yeah. open. He toasted fucking I Ramsey. Saw, I saw a video today that uh, Aaron Donald was offsides. Oh, he During was? During the last play, yeah. I didn't see that. I saw what Riley was saying, but I didn't see. Well, I didn't, yeah, I didn't hear about that either. If he was, wow. it was very close, but it looked like he was offsides. Yeah. Ramsey got toasted in that game. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm glad he did. I, I bet the under on the Jamar Chase yards was, I'm pretty sure, still hit. Like, I don't think he had over 77. It looked like he was going to get it but in the second what, half. What was it, 77? 77 and a half. And in the I'll first half, that. he had like 52, I think. I think my line was on my book was 72 and a half. But that sounds I, right. almost, I almost took it. But I didn't. I know it was seventy seven and a half when I did it, and I was worried because it was, was like fifty two. Yeah. yeah, prize picks. It was fifty two going into the second half, but he was cold in the second half. Like Jamar had that yeah, one was. big, that one big catch in the first half, and then second half nothing. Yeah, he toasted Ramsey on that. It still didn't hit because Cooper and then uh, didn't get the yards. Or you got, you guys think Ramsey got exposed in the Super Bowl? Oh yeah. I wouldn't say exposed. Like I still think he's as I mean, good that, as everyone thinks. Oh but, yeah, but that. The but, T. Higgins catch was debatable, too. Yeah, it's not debatable. It was a penalty. Yeah, it was. But, like, him. do you think that, like, I think he's still catching that ball. He was already, like, oh, falling. Oh, even if he I didn't pull like, him yeah. by the... He was already falling. I think there's a chance he... Higgins is also a big boy. His only, nice hands, the only but, chance was that he saw it for a split second longer and he got his hand out and touched yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But, like, he wasn't, like... I don't know. I think T. Higgins is catching that ball either way. And that also just, like, goes to show how bad that Bengals O-line is if someone like Ramsey can get toasted all game and you still lose because you let up, like, what, seven, eight sacks during the game? Yeah. I think it was more than seven. Because it was seven going into, I think, almost the fourth quarter. The fourth, yeah. Because it was, uh, I saw a stat line during the game that said um, that tied, like, the most sacks in a Super Bowl already. It was seven. And they, I think that we're already at seven going into the fourth quarter. What a season for Burrow, though. Honestly, everything he had to deal with with the sacks. Like, I saw uh, the most sacked quarterback in the postseason of all time, and he still managed to take them to the Super Bowl and came close, but obviously impressive. couldn't get it done. So you got you guys think that after after Burrow's like Super Bowl run, we're now gonna basically assume. The Bengals are going to be a dynasty, not necessarily a dynasty, excuse me, but a good team a definitely team. a contender in the AFC for, for a while, right? I think so. Five, I, ten I years, say, as long as Burrow I, and Jamar Chase are there, right? I would say close contender. 
I'm not putting them up. Like, I still don't think they're at, like, the Chiefs level, like, going yeah. into next season. Like, I'm not putting them at the power rankings close to the Chiefs, but they're, they're going to make the playoffs If they again. can fix that line, though, they're, they're going to be terrified. The line is what they need. Yeah. They definitely the line, need to fix their think, offensive line. I don't know. I feel like they're able, they will be able to do that over the offseason. Yeah. Or else well, help it. Like, the line, and they need a little bit of help on the back end. The the cornerbacks, obviously, Eli Apple. Eli Apple. Riley, <laughs> a big toasted. Giants fan. He knows he knows the – I'm being a Giants <laughs> fan. I'm well aware of Eli Apple. The, the Eli Apple is the definition of burnt toast. <laughs> definition. Let's talk about the the Rams though. Wait, before, before that though, uh, Jamar had 89 yards. Oh, he did beat uh, it. I didn't think he, he did. did. When I realized Cooper Cup wasn't getting the uh, the over 101 that I picked, I kind of just gave up. Still yeah. a great game, obviously Super Bowl MVP. Cooper Cup really sold on that, that pass too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the one to yeah. Stafford. I saw yeah. on um on Twitter today. I think it was which I thought this was pretty interesting. Um. But I think it was back in his senior year of high school, Cooper Hu- Cooper Cup um, played Zach Levine in basketball. Did you guys oh, see did? that? Did you no. guys see that? No, I knew he played basketball. Apparently, played apparently he held Levine to like four points and a half. All right, let's go on to the Rams. Obviously, a, a deserving win, Super Bowl win for Stafford, the rest of the team. I just want to go over top three, top five most deserving out of all the players because obviously they had a lot of veterans. Some yeah. of them, like Von Miller, had a ring. A lot of them diff- didn't. Let's go around the table. I'll start I'll all right. go with uh, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, all right. I think he's going to retire after this, but I think. Yeah, I opinion, hope he doesn't. But great cap to his career, though, if he does. Got him. Uh, well deserved. Legendary career. First yeah. ballot Hall of Famer, easily. Easily, yeah. But that's my take. All right. I'm going to go with Stafford. He had most deserved. What? Uh, yeah, I mean, he had what twelve like super. Not all the way. They had some good points, but he was pretty bad with the Lions. Like, the whole team was not him individually. But being able to see him on a new team and just go out and immediately win, yeah. I thought that was impressive. I'm going to go with – I'm I'm going to agree with the Aaron Donald point. But if I had to go with someone else, I would say – I can't – it's hard It's hard putting it in order. I would have to put it in, like, a group of people. Yeah, we're not in the order. Just yeah, group. yeah, not in order. Yeah. yeah, if I had to put in a group of people, I would say Andrew Whitworth, obviously, has a long career, did part of it with the Bengals, ended it with the Rams now. Cooper Cup is well-deserving. Uh, well, I'll keep talking about him in a little bit, but in my opinion, the best wide receiver season we've ever seen, the things he did and the stats he put up and the accolades he got, we've never seen them all in one season. One guy that I think is a lot of people aren't talking about, that I Eric Weddle was a wonderful safety for many years he never barely got to the playoffs with the chargers he joined my ravens we made the playoffs a few times and then he retired after doing like a season or two with the rams now he came back and finally got his super bowl i'm happy for him i wouldn't put him top three but i'm just putting his name what out do you there think about obj obj too something. yeah I don't know. Do you feel like he's that deserving of it, though? I, I, I think he's deserving. I'm not putting him top three. I'm pushing for top. He's got more more of his career. Like, these other guys are – Stafford's a quarterback getting hit all the time to play for the Lions for, like, 12, 13 yeah. seasons. Stafford deserved it more than him. I agree. But I saw a lot of like, – Whitworth look, looks like Santa Claus. A lot Claus, of celebrities so he's obviously mainly old. were, like, like saying stuff about OBJ. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, think, I think the bigger question with OBJ is, like, the future – of his yeah. career, especially after he just what he tore, he tore his ACL, ACL on the same yeah. knee, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, he's obviously talented. I don't. I mean, he's in the he's in the um the what's it called the 
the celebration mode right now, though. He's yeah. not really worried about his knee, but eventually... Oh, no, of course. He's not worried about his knee now, but I'm yeah. just to the point of if he's deserving. I think he is, but at the same time, you might you might ask like what what you know what happens after what's gonna happen. Like, I was yeah. worried about uh, Burrow and Stafford that game too. They both like screwed up their ankles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It didn't seem that bad though. I think they'll be I, fine. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, they'll be fine. But Burrow's like foot look all jacked up and he got caught in that. Sack. Well, the other the other thing you have to think about with OBJ is Xavier. I, Xavier. I think his name's Xavier Woods or Robert Woods. Robert Woods. <laughs> Robert Woods Torps, I think, is ACL too, but that was way early in the season, so he's going to be ready for next season. So if Robert Woods is ready, that'll be interesting. And if he and, starts playing well, yeah, what's going to happen with OBJ? Him? Yeah, yeah, because obviously yeah. he's OBJ is going to come back at some point, but uh, he's going to have to work really hard to be there for the beginning of the season. So we're going to have to see. But, Did he end up having his kid doing the Super Bowl? Who? No, that was um, that was, was Van that Jefferson. Not OBJ the whole time. No, I that, saw Van Jefferson. I don't think OBJ had a kid, uh, no. Someone mentioned I, that. I, I think I saw game. that, that he was maybe having a kid, but I know Van Jefferson did. I saw the wonderful for Van Jefferson. Yeah. Happy for him, obviously. I saw obviously. he left the stadium, like, immediately. Yeah. Like, within, within an hour of the game. Yeah. Ended. It's a wonderful thing, obviously, having your like having a kid during that moment, rushing off. Like, I'm not going to not gonna bash on it, but, kid. Yeah. but at the same time, I would have liked That's to celebrate it at least a little bit. <laughs> That's a lot. He game. didn't get a second to celebrate it at all. That's a lot. Did you see the video of Burrow after the game, like, Kid Cudi was performing, yeah. and Bro's yeah. just standing there, standing just there like, like dancing. Yeah. He's a, yeah, he's a big fan from, yeah. from what I've seen. But um, I was going to ask you guys, My first of all. Is this the Stafford take? This is the Stafford take. Give it. I'm ready. And my my first of all, my answer is no. And second of all, the question that I'm posing is after this Super Bowl win. Hall of Fame. Is Matt Stafford Hall of Famer? No. no. All right, so we're all in no. agreement. It was, it was a little bit less hot than I thought it was. Yeah. But I also disagree just because... I have seen a lot about that, though, and yeah. people saying that he should be. He's just I never... So. I mean, he 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 definitely... He has he has a ring now, but... He has the stats for it. That's yeah, why he people has, are... Richard he has, what, he has nearly... Yeah, yeah, Richard, yeah he has Richard nearly, Sherman like, 50,000 yeah. passing yards. He has over, like, 300 passing touchdowns, I think, for his career. He's, I think if he wasn't stuck in Detroit, he'd be a Hall of Famer. I think he'd be a Hall of Famer, yeah. But he's yeah. just not. If he didn't spend all the time in Detroit, yeah. wasted in Detroit, he would be definitely. a Hall of Famer. You can't, you can't give a Hall of Famer rights to what-if scenarios. Like, Andrew Luck could have been an amazing quarterback. He was an amazing quarterback. Could have been a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah. Is Andrew Luck a Hall of Fame quarterback? Stafford's? No, he retired way too early. A Hall of Fame player, though. He's a Hall of Fame player. He's a, good, player. He's a great yeah. player, and he, ha- he has... He's the heart of the hustle. He has, has decent stats. Yeah. He has, he has I, I decent if, career totals. He just hasn't won up yeah. until now. If he was on this so. Rams team for the last 13 years of his career, yeah, he'd be a Hall of Famer. But right now, just not. He has the accolades... But you can't give a guy that has one Super Bowl and no MVPs and no Super Bowl MVP. Like, I don't know why he stuck around Detroit that long. I don't know. I I, I respect it. I saw a little because documentary obviously about he dealt it. with yeah. a lot, but he wanted to stay in Detroit. Yeah, yeah. But like it just the city loved him. He was uh, Detroit for so long. Him yeah. and Calvin Johnson. They were never gonna do anything though. No, never. He should have at least left like three or four years earlier than he I did. Agreed like once Calvin Johnson was out after a year or two, he should have just bang been yeah. out of there. That's what I would have done. But wonderful, wonderful year for the Rams. Congratulations, they did a great job. Close game. It was a great game. Obviously, we had we had two kegs here. It I was lost a wonderful all my time. Bets. I lost all my bets lost too. Seventy bones. I had the beers flowing. Yeah, the beers. Were a little flowing. bit of tears flowing. I yeah. took the Bengals. I took Bengals. I had. A, I took uh, Rams. I didn't I had, bet on I had it, but three bets. I took uh, tails on the coin toss. 
that flopped. And then I took, I took like a plus like thousand odd, like pre-made parlay kind of. It was like Bovada has this thing where it's like it's like hashtag like what's your wager? Shooting for the stars, huh? Yeah, it was yeah. like uh, it was Cooper Cup, uh, Super Bowl MVP, which would have hit, and then it was Gatorade color red. National anthem over a minute thirty six that hit, and then the Gatorade color didn't hit, and then there's one other stat line. Oh, it was Cooper Cup longest reception over twenty nine yards that didn't hit. I believe most of the most of the um, big big books made money off the Super Bowl. I think a lot of yeah, the, I think most Drake of the did. most of the oh, I'm saying in terms of the sports book most of um, the, most of the public I money you meant, like, the was on big the, shots, uh, the celebrities betting. No, no, the actual sports books themselves. A lot, they I think they took in a most cash with the Bengals. So did you see Drake's bet though? No, he won a lot. And then oh so yeah, he didn't. He, he had bet over, that uh, uh, OBJ had the first touchdown, right? Yeah. Yeah. he bet like yeah. five hundred grand on it. Wow. Yeah, I saw the thing on it today, and then I had that uh, Marco guy. He bet like I forget. It was weeks before the like Super Bowl was even set. He bet like hundred and sixty grand that the Rams were winning the Super Bowl. He won like one point two million or something. I had like three people text me during the Super Bowl, and they were like, they were like. Yo, we listened to the first episode of the podcast. You just lost me money. I was like, buddy, I'm Damn, not in charge really? of the bets you make. Yeah. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't do this to predict your no bets. No one trusts their money with me. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Cool I mean, shit. we put our predictions out there, Tucker but we, won, we ain't like, actually professionals with this. Yeah, that's all that. He had OBJ with the first touchdown. Yeah, Tucker, what? Uh, he put up 60 and won 480, I think. Yeah. All right, obviously, just to move on a little bit. Rams, congratulations. was a wonderful season. Brought home the Super Bowl. A lot of them deserved it. it. Was a great, great built team. They traded away pretty much every single draft pick they had, but it got them the Super Bowl. That was the plan, uh, and they still have a future. It's not like they don't. But let's move on to the next topic. Kyler Murray. There's been a lot of drama with him recently, going on with him and the Cardinals. He deleted all his pictures on Instagram involving the Cardinals. Cardinals came out, and a few executives said that he was a, a first one in or. What was it? Last one in, first to leave type of quarterback. He was an amazing leader. And then Kyler came up recently and, and said that basically there isn't there isn't massive drama with the team, but a lot of people are speculating he just wants a, he wants his contract, and that's also why he didn't run a lot in the last playoff games because he didn't want to get injured. What are we thinking? Is this something that, we, that should be followed, or he's just trying to get the bag? I think he's just trying to get the bag. I mean, I would too if I was him. I oh, think yeah, he deserves yeah. it. The, the sad thing is that, like, social media drama has become, like, the norm for when you're trying to get a contract now. Like, yeah, it's not... People just go to Twitter. Yeah, they'll like, go to Twitter, they'll social. go to Instagram and delete yeah. all their pictures, and then they're just trying to get a contract. Yeah, I think, I think Kyler knows he has leverage on the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you think about it... stuck with Colt McCoy. If you think about it, if you're Arizona, I mean, you drafted... Uh, Josh Rosen. Yeah. Back in the day, he had Rosen. Tenth pick. Uh, blew that up literally all just for Kyler Murray. Yeah. Brought you even brought in his coach that he wanted. Mm-hmm. So they already like sacrificed a lot up He's front. Got every bit of so, leverage. Yeah. Um, he knows that though. But I I think at the same time I don't see the Cardinals getting rid of him no matter what. I mean they've they've already invested too much in my opinion. After the season they had too. If I was them, I would just give him money. They they had the injuries with him and D Hop. Yeah, they'll be fine. Well, I think I think the other thing is like, 
Not even just with Kyler. I think they're going to make a huge run next year. Oh, yeah. Cardinals? Yeah. They think, yeah. Well, this this was the year that they showed people they're good, and now they're just going to blow up next year. Yeah. I think so, too. But. If they stay away from injuries. Yeah. If they show that, they can't win if people are If hurt. people get injured, yeah. yeah. Same well, thing with the I think, Ravens. Yeah, let's not talk about <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> I think an- another... Another thing about like these teams that their their organization is you see a bunch of these quarterbacks that want to get paid, but then you look at all these other, these other successful teams and it's like if you get a young quarterback that blows up at a, early in his in his rookie contract, you can put a team around them. That's that you know what I mean. It's like Mahomes got great in his second year. They had all the money because he was on a rookie contract, so yeah. they can build a team around him. Exactly. So these other teams are like, I don't want to pay him because if he's still on his contract. We can throw D Hop around him. We can throw, we I don't know how much money they pay JJ Watt, but we can throw these players around them and win a Super Bowl. But then these players are like, I'm almost off my rookie contract. Like, pay me my, the money I deserve. So these these organizations are like, what the hell are we gonna do? Because we have to pay everyone else too. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you just have to pay the man. Especially when with what you said, Riley. Like you built around him. If you draft a quarter, if you yeah. if you trade your first round quarterback, pick a new one the exact, in the next year and get him as coach, just pay the man. Like, doesn't. Yeah. And then I saw a picture. Of him with a few like two Vikings players and people were like maybe he's going to the Vikings. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think it's just drama. I think he's going to get paid in like a month. They're going to give him his money. I think the I think the whole Aaron Rodgers situation might be a little bit more serious, but there's been a lot of narrative yeah, in the media. Yeah. I feel like of unhappy unhappy quarterbacks. You know, yeah. just well Aaron Rodgers also isn't about the money. Like he wants a different team. Like he doesn't. Exactly. He had problems with the organization. Like he wanted to be traded. I just I think it's just another headline. Yeah. I don't think he's yeah, going exactly. anywhere. All right, we just took a little intermission. We're back now. Uh, tailing on the discombobulation of the Cardinals right now, going on with Kyler Murray. Uh, I want to bring up the uh, New York Giants for my buddy Riley and our uh, friend Will Broda, who's now joining us. Yeah, Will Broda in here. How's it going? All right, Riley, tell, tell me what you think about the Giants. What, what I think about the done? Giants? What do they what have would, to do? What do they have to do? What's not working? What needs to be done? They've had a few years of a few down years, a few unsuccessful years, obviously. Definitely. Since, since the Eli Manning days, what do they got to do? What are give, the moves? Give me some hot takes. Let's let's hear it. So first of all, I will say, um, when it comes to Daniel Jones being the quarterback, he has another year on his contract after this one. So I think they obviously have to stick with them. I've heard some some things about them taking a quarterback in this year's draft, which I think would be ridiculous. What I think pick do they have? They have the fifth overall. Gotcha. And seventh, seventh overall, I believe. Seven. Brett is saving seventh. Fifth and so, seventh, or just <clears throat> yeah. So they they there's have the two. They have two top ten draft picks. Oh, wow. Um. So there's obviously a lot of flexibility with that. They could trade back. They could. I'll just stick with their picks. Um, I am hoping that they stick with their picks, and I want them to take two offensive linemen with one being, really? yeah, with one being a tackle, and then another being an uh, probably an interior lineman because. So you don't think like anyone in this any QB in this draft class could help you all out like Kenny Pickett anyone? So yeah, so like Kenny Pickett, uh, Corral. Uh, uh, the guy from Old Miss. Um, I don't think anybody in this draft class is worth taking over our current position with Daniel okay. Jones. I think I think it's one of those one of those draft classes where it's like 
people are looking at the quarterbacks and saying my team needs to take that quarterback because they need a quarterback. Like this yeah. not it's not a draft class where you have a Trevor Lawrence or an Andrew Luck, like no top tier prospects. It's just one where it's like and look at the Steelers, it's like we need a quarterback right now, take one mid first round. <clears throat> exactly. And and when it comes to the Giants too, like the draft like they do have two really good picks and they need to obviously like maximize those two picks. But that's big, that that's really that's really half their battle. Who's though. the second? It's the Bears because pick, right? this is yeah, a, it is. Yeah, but it's yeah. really it's like huge the, draft. Yeah, you. it's a huge draft, but it's half of what they have to take care of. Because aside from the draft, they're negative forty million in cap space, maybe even more than that. And I know the new GM we just got, Joe Schoen, uh, I think that's how you pronounce it from the Bills. He already came out and said he wanted to go ahead and clear out about forty million. So we're probably looking at having to cut like some key guys we've seen this season, right? So mm. like let's talk about Kenny Galladay, for example. Yeah. He's getting paid Lost. his Lost cap his cap hit is twenty million plus dollars. He had zero touchdowns this I year. I had him on my fantasy team and he let me down every single yeah, game. Yeah, he was horrible. So but that's one option. Then you go ahead the James Bradbury. From the Panthers, he's 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 always been a good quarter cornerback. Um, he also has a really high cap hit. I can see the Giants cutting him. Um, so it really comes down to them making money for themselves to be able to make moves in free agency and then capitalizing on the draft. So Here, that, here's my question: Say there's been a lot of talk about this. Say they a trade proposal comes out in a few days, mm-hmm. and it's two to three first rounders for Russell Wilson. And you get rid of Daniel Jones. I don't know where he goes, but you get rid of him in general. What do you? What are so, your thoughts? Because we talked about Russell Wilson in yeah, the first episode. Yeah, it's, yeah. that can definitely be like. So we mentioned the Giants too as Atlantic we talked. Yeah, as a yeah, spot. Yeah, with Russell, like with Russell Wilson, like his he sexy could, ass wife would he, want to be there. Of course, she'd probably want to be in New York. I'd love sexy. to see Russell Wilson on the Giants, but the Seahawks have already turned down like some some good offers for him. I'm yeah, pretty sure. I yeah. I saw. Um, I think they already rejected like two first round picks and um it was either uh Khalil Mack or one of the other like defensive Bears players they put in a trade package for Wilson I think yeah. last year that got rejected. So he's going to be a minimum two first round picks and uh I don't see having Russell Wilson with no draft capital being better than having mm-hmm. Daniel Jones with draft yeah. capital and being able to build that offensive line. Is Here's, Daniel Jones that guy, you think? That's you think? a tough question to answer because <laughs> he hasn't obviously like done a lot as of yet. Um and we saw like obviously like in the playoffs this year for example, like if you don't have an elite quarterback that can make plays at the end of the game, like you're not gonna get a ring. You're not gonna yeah. you're not gonna win a Super Bowl. You so, think Danny could develop if he got resigned? So so the Giants side of me, the fan of me wants to say that he can be that guy. However, I really think this final final season will tell just yeah. because I think yeah. with a yeah. new like I think that's fair. With a new front office and a new coaching staff, we should be able to bring in some guys this year. And if he completely shits the bed again, then it might be time to move on and look forward to the next, which going into my next point, the next draft I think is a lot um, 
better quality when it comes to quarterbacks. Yeah. Rather rather yeah, than this year. Rather than this year. So. Well, I think another thing that you have to look at is like you guys have had a bottom ten, sometimes bottom five offensive line for the last yeah, that's, like, ten yeah. years. A quarterback isn't gonna develop like Joe Burrow is an anomaly for how exactly. bad his offensive line is. Like that's not something that happens every year. That's why I'm saying when it comes to when it comes to the to, to, to the uh Russell Wilson point, like I would rather have Possibly a mediocre Jones with a couple good offensive capable line. offensive line yeah, prospects. That makes sense. Then have Russell Wilson come over from Seattle and Dude's have nothing magic. to yeah. be built around to be him. Trying to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Well, he'll have no foundation around him. He mm-hmm. has. I think we have a good, some good like uh, weapons on the like Kadarius Tony got hurt this year. Obviously, he didn't really like get a lot of action, but. Yeah. You saw his highlights probably mm-hmm. like on when social media. When he wasn't media trying to wherever. fight the player in the one game. Yeah, I, like he's. I think he's a shifty guy, and I think yeah, he can yeah, be no, successful. He, he had highlights. So. Yeah, he was doing nice. Yeah, so it, I think it really comes down to 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 the line of scrimmage for the Giants. Yeah, and I think they need to get bigger up front, get um, better offensive linemen, and that can probably uh, pour over to the defensive side too yeah. because they probably need some more pressure on that side of the line of scrimmage as well. All right, let's let's move the mic on to William Broda. I'm excited. He's been huge. Obviously, Daniel the Dimes yeah, obviously the listeners the that. listeners haven't been hearing, oh, yeah. but Broda's been making a lot of hand signals during the takes. All right, you don't even know. I have a question for you too, Broda. Later, while you while right. you dive into yeah, this, put us put us on. Dive on, dive on in. Put us on. What are your, what's your opinion? What do the Giants need? What do they have to do to be a successful? Say you have a question or. What were you saying? You want me to say it now? Yeah, ask me a All question. Right. Ask, I'm ready. I'm ready. Come All on. Right. What's ask him with Saquon? What do, what do, Saquon? What's, what's going well, on with him? What do you think you should do? We'll go him? back to Riley for this, too, because we forgot to ask yeah. him that. All right. So, if we we can only, if we want to save cap space, we can only trade him. And it will save us $7.2 million. Um, But, like, you know, we're not going to get shit for him. Like, he's he's been injured for the past, like, Two and a half years. I feel like you like, can still pinch something out. We can get yeah, something, but we're not going to yeah. get like we're not going to get first round pick like yeah. we would have like three when he was a rookie. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Um, I mean, you could honestly, you could maybe build a line off trading him though. Uh, that. If and if you want to plan on keeping. Danny Dimes. Oh, we are no. Uh, we we have. Oh to. yeah. Let's let's. Um, I'm curious because you've been you've been very very adamant. He's about not the, the Daniel he's Dimes not the topic. issue. Daniel Jones is not the issue. You you have to. Uh, I think you guys are forgetting that in the month of October, he only threw one pick and had a over over one thousand hundred yards on this on the month with six touchdowns. Like, come on, man. He's elite. When you give him the when you give him the weapons, he's an elite quarterback. And all right, let's go back. So, uh, I know I was listening to Riley. He said that we have negative forty million dollars, but we only have negative ten, which is still horrible. It's horrible. But what he was saying, what yeah, Riley was saying, we got to clear forty. That's what Joe Joe Shane, I think, is Joe Shone, Joe Shane, I think it's Shane. That's what he wants to do. Um, and uh, you know. It's tough, but you know he said he's gonna get it done, and I feel like he. You think he will? I feel like he will, but uh. So what? What do you need? Go. You have two picks in the draft. What are you doing? We're gonna get that uh, offensive lineman from the NC State Wolfpack. I forgot his name. Is I know who you're talking about though. I saw. Yeah, him. I know who you're talking about too. Um, because I don't think uh, at fifth pick, I don't think the Alabama 
lineman, uh, Evan Neal. I don't, he's not going to be available. He's going to be top three. Um, but I got here. I got, you know, Devontae Booker, O'Shane Zimenez, and Kyle Rudolph. If we cut all three of them, then we break. E- we barely break even on cap space. We have $205,000. That's, that's a start because, you know, Devontae Booker, he he like really did well when Saquon was out. Like yeah, he, he did good. He was yeah. he was a, he was a, good he was a baller. He was yeah. a fucking baller. But you know, I don't know. We can. I'm not. I'm not in I the front office. Also with Saquon, if you guys find a way to trade him, you could also do some sort of package deal with future picks or something, and also get money for it. Yeah, probably. But you know, somebody's I mean, got to be help. desperate. Yeah. Just just for time's sake, I want to move the mic back over to Riley real quick. Hear his hear his take on Saquon, then we can move on to the NBA. Because I don't want this bad boy to be over over an hour. Um, when it comes to Saquon, I think he's talented, but he's had a few injuries, right? So he's kind of I wouldn't say he's necessarily like a bust, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's a bust. If you're, ta- if you're taking him with the second overall pick. And then you look at his production since he's been picked. He's been like he's missed a lot of games. Yeah, and, and you say the same about players like McCaffrey too. I'll get into yeah, that once you finish. Yeah, so that actually that like kind of helps my point. As yeah. in like there are there are definitely such thing as talented running backs. There are really good running backs in the NFL. Like aside from the average player, obviously, but. With where the game is going, with passing, with like just the passing game, I think that running backs are just a lot less of a commodity. Yeah. And um. Yeah, with the future. Just to just to bounce off of your your injury point, you can you can put as much talent into a player as you want, and talent counts, but availability counts just as much. Yeah, as no, does. for sure. Yeah. So that's that completely what I'm saying. makes sense. Like if and, but I also feel that's they relevant. Need to be available in some yeah, that's, that's relevant to the Giants. That's why I still feel like you but, guys. Could get some quality out of Saquon if you trade him for his because talent. I was seeing rumors today. I mean, it's like literally it was just nothing like no serious talks or anything. Mm-hmm. But it was it got brought up about um, the Panthers trading McCaffrey, packaging picks, and one other player I forgot his name for uh, Kyler and like one other player. Because, like, we need a quarterback yeah. in Carolina. So, I feel like you guys could also do some similar deal with that. Like, yeah, see, I don't... Because, like... I don't I, know. I don't know, though. I don't know, because... on players like McCaffrey and Saquon. They are, but at, at the end of the day, like, if you were to look at the... Like, just just specifically for the, for the Giants, um, Barkley, if you look at production, was really the same way as our backup running back, Devin Booker from the Broncos. Yeah. And... I think that on the flip side, if you wanted to trade like Saquon for value or picks, whatever it may be, I feel like maybe other teams are looking at that and being like, yeah, I think running back is kind of less valuable than it was you know, 10 years ago. So does he actually get that value? Yeah. Uh, you know, that's the real question. Yeah, it's up to the GMs. Let's, let's, let's uh, once again, for time's sakes, I love having you guys here for the Giants, but we do have to move on to the NBA. We need so the Giants to get through. Giants, yeah. yeah they gotta, they I think they, they have a few pieces there. They'll have a future. Not according to my dad. It's been a sad few years. A future. It's 
been a sad few years. Bird's making a few faces. Bird is very adamant about his Giants. He has he has high hopes. I'm happy with it. I'm glad his I'm glad his hopes are high. Mine mine aren't as high. But let's move on to the NBA. Post post trade deadline, we saw a few moves be made. Obviously, the biggest one was the Harden trade. We talked about that last episode. Thought it was going to happen. It did happen. What does it mean for both sides? Both for the Nets and the Sixers. I, in my opinion, they both won. I think they both got what they needed. I think both of those players needed to be traded, both personality-wise, what they wanted, and scheme-wise for the team. The Nets needed more defense. They needed a guy to pass the ball around. They got it. Sixers needed that guy, that clutch three-point shooter. They got it, and obviously Simmons wasn't doing anything for them because he wasn't playing. What do you Overall, think, Sammy? I, I think that the Nets won that trade, though. Think the Nets won? Huh? Yeah. 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 They, I think they got more bang for their buck during that trade. But um, I also think that that trade, I think the Nets got a better deal for the long run. But um, the Sixers are huge threat now, and I could see them potentially making deep, deep run, maybe even a finals appearance this year in the playoffs. The Nets? Yeah. Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. Definitely. I think... No, the, the Sixers. Oh, the Sixers, Sixers yeah. yeah. With Harden. Oh, yeah, no, same, yeah. Yeah, the Sixers. I think, I think both those teams could meet up I in the conference the championship. I think the Nets won the trade for the next coming years, but mm-hmm. this year, I think Sixers set them out. Yeah, themselves up they needed that veteran three-point shooter yeah. because they have the rest of the team. Yeah. I, think, I think Harden wanted to leave a lot, too, because of um, Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. he's only... He only has like like the partial availability or whatever, and I think Harden like wants to win now, and he sees yeah. like Embiid over in Philly. I think the only, um, I think the Nets won the trade, and Philly's probably biggest mistake was letting uh, Curry go because he's Curry's been playing really he's well. Nice he's, been Curry, yeah. he's been shooting really well. He did, like, he did really good last night. I think yeah, he for the for yeah. The Nets I think the I probably if I were Philly, I probably would have maybe. Sent Maxi rather than Curry, but that—that's—that's that's also Honestly. like debatable. It's debatable because he's um, young and yeah. I would have development. I would have maybe sent Maxi over if they could have, but we don't know the details of the trade. I think the Nets won too, like agreeing with Sam, going off what he said, but. Um, I, I think, think Harden's in a better situation now because he's yeah. both he's, of them are. He's going to get that shooting yeah. role that he didn't have with the Nets because mm-hmm. he was clashing with KD. And uh, I saw something today about how um, they were arguing with the coach, Katie and Harden, uh, when they were both on the nets about the the play style where Katie and the coach both wanted a free-flowing offense, where mm-hmm. Harden wanted a more ISO style, which he yeah. was used to in the past. That's his thing, yeah. yeah. But um, I also think that now that the Sixers gave up Curry and stuff, mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to have that opportunity, yeah. and he's going to... I think they'll feed into that a little bit, but he's also has Embiid as a weapon now. So mm-hmm. yeah, should, uh, yeah I think it also it also shows how like the Sixers are kind of not necessarily going a hundred percent in, but if they're giving those first round picks up and whatnot, and they're getting hard in, like they definitely think they can contend now, and so do I. I, I think, think I, I think they'll be I think, big contenders. I think both these teams could easily meet each other in the, yeah. the championship On going top into of the that, finals. They're, they're, uh, the Sixers title odds jump from plus 1,100 1, to plus 600 like right after that trade. I so believe it. All the analysts are kind of thinking the same spiel too right now. Moving moving off the trade deadline, in, but obviously still staying here, 
teams that should have made moves that didn't. I think the obvious one that we talked about last week, Lakers did absolutely nothing with Russell Westbrook, and they came out that they they didn't have interest in the trade deadline and that they want to go more into the buyout market, so players that are going to get bought out in their contracts soon to come and that they're just going to scoop them up. Yeah, I don't really see. You're two games behind 500. The team obviously isn't working. Russell Westbrook's confidence obviously isn't there. So I don't understand why you don't make a move or you didn't at least try to do something. Yeah, with this I don't team. know why they didn't try to get any value out of them. Yeah, to be honest, that's the number one team that you have to look at and be like, because you're you're supposed to be a contender. You went into this year and you LeBron, and the Nets were the ones Anthony being talked Davis about. And Russell Westbrook. Yeah, how is that not? You asked me that question five years ago. I'd be like, that's a contender. Why? Why isn't that? Why isn't that a thing? And then you look over and the two teams that everyone said needed to make a move because they were disappointing are the Nets and the Lakers. And the Nets made their move. I, I like the move that the Nets made, obviously. We just talked about it. But then you look at the Lakers, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. You're just sitting here with one of the best players of all time and Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. You can't do anything with them. Obviously, the media is going to put out, I think a lot of people would agree with it, that Russell Westbrook's, I'm not going to say the problem, but the most... The one that you need to move in order to be successful. He's not. He's. I don't think he's efficient enough. He's not. I yeah. don't think. Yeah. I don't think you can rely on Russell Westbrook. Style. He's never yeah. played like this before. He's never yeah. had to share the ball with two other all stars. Exactly. I even mean, when Harden that, was there, he wasn't an all star at that point. Yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. But even there. it's the same. That's the same point you can make with um, the Lakers and the Nets. Like you can see, like with these teams with like a few star studded guys. Yeah. They have trouble like sharing the court, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so the, that the, same, that's the thing because the Lakers. With, it was Harden and KD. Yeah, yeah. same thing. Yeah, that's the thing. The Nets made yep. the move though. They made the right move, in my opinion. The Russell Westbrook contract is also just ridiculous. But also, any any moves that that we think is going to turn out better than they think. So I loved the Hornets pick. I like that one too. I was looking I at that. that. I like that too. I thought they were going for uh, Miles Turner. That was the talk. It was uh, Miles Turner and Sabonis. That was the talk leading up to the trade deadline, but they ended up picking up Harrow last second. Mm-hmm. I think that was great trade. Um, Harrow first game with the Hornets scored like twenty points, shot I think like eighty percent. Second game too, put up twenty points. He's been doing great, and he uh, he tweeted out after the first game with the Hornets, they beat they whooped the Pistons. They beat them by like thirty. And he tweeted out him like after and said like that was the most fun he's ever had playing basketball in a yeah. long time, and that's like the thing I love with the Hornets right now is they're going in the right direction and the players are all enjoying themselves and like they love the team. Uh, they got to figure out their defense, but I'm hoping Harold is going to help with that. I just checked they're beating the uh, Timberwolves right now by six, with, uh, five left in the third. We'll see how that turns out, but uh, I, um, I love that pick. I think, I, ba- like, going off of what uh, Mason said, <clears throat> in terms of the Hornets, like, going in the right direction, uh, again, going off Mason's original question, the team that's not trending the right way for me is my New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. At, they, they were, what, the four seed last year, right? Yeah, four. Four seed yeah. in the, in the uh, playoffs. Julius Randle's the problem. Julius Randle is definitely the problem because, um, not because he's not a good player. You just can't really build around a guy like that. You can't. You can't yeah. Julius Randle is never going to lead a team. To that's the, that's to not the what finals. the league is right now. Yeah, it's and not. so I was pretty disappointed with the Knicks not not trying to uh, deal anybody because they they do have a lot of good like young prospects, 
in my opinion, uh, with like Emmanuel Quickly, mm-hmm. uh, Mitchell Robinson, yeah. for example. Yeah. Um, they have like pieces to trade, so I was hoping that they would pull the trigger on somebody. They didn't, and we're probably gonna look at another losing season. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's not not too exciting, but to, I, uh, I I wish I wish they would have pulled the trigger, man, because there were a lot like there were a few guys that at the deadline that people like CJ McCollum for example mm-hmm. he ends, yeah, I he, thought about, he I ended thought about up, him to the next two he ended yeah. up getting traded to uh Pelicans Pelicans yeah and I heard a lot of r- rumors about him going to the Knicks and I liked that you know that kind of like potential right mm-hmm. cuz that's what they need the, uh, yeah they they the, need perimeter scoring I was sad right? though to see the Lillard McCollum duo go that but was sad. Too. I wanted yeah. Lillard to go to the Knicks. That's still my dream. Because Lillard, like, I would love Damian Lillard. Yeah, I would like. love him too. Because you pair him with RJ uh, Barrett, and I think he's staying West Coast. Uh, I hope. I hope not. I, I, I hope sleeper trade though. That like I feel like didn't get enough coverage. It was one of the first trades, like headliner trades that took place. But um, I think could the, be huge. If this is my pick. I'm gonna be angry because I'm just about to save one. Go ahead. Cavs picking up. Oh no, Carson wasn't Lavert. it? No, no, that was a good one too. I was thinking about saying that right uh, now. Because the Cavs have done way better this season than anyone expected. Yeah, Karis Silver is going to be big for yeah. them. And I think he's going to be fit great into their offense. He's a good athletic scorer. Yeah. And they pretty much didn't get shit for him. Yeah. They, they didn't was, have to trade much at got, all. Uh, he wanted out of Indiana. Was Rick, they traded for Ricky Ricky Rubio and a lottery protected twenty twenty first round pick and two second round picks. One um. But I feel like. After that, though, the Cavs are trying to make a statement this year. I mean, they're... They're what, like fourth in the East right now? Fifth? I think they're higher than that. They're 35 and 22. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah they're good. They're good. Like, what you're saying, I think that was a really, like, low-key, but, like, great trade. Yeah. Because the Cavs are kind of like that borderline team of having some talent, and they have a good record. And they have a lot of young pieces, too, right? Evan Mobley's so, been balling out. Yeah. Darius Garland. Exactly. Been, I mean, they got they got they have young pieces too. and they needed. They have Rondo now too. I didn't even exactly the box yeah. score. But one yeah. one trade that I wanted to talk about, which I thought got like no media coverage, but it's not going to be a a huge team making or season and or season changing trade. But long term wise, the Pistons got Marvin Bagley, which I feel like no one talked about. I don't think Marvin Bagley's a great player, but if yeah. you're looking at like a young roster, one that just drafted uh what's his name? The number one overall pick. Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham, yeah. Obviously they're they're trending in the right direction. I don't think they had to trade much for him. I think he's still in a rookie contract. They're kinda reminding me of what the Hornets did. Cause I mean they started off they didn't have shit. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah. they were successful with drafting bridges. Mm-hmm. And PJ Washington. Yeah. And then they moved on to Lamelo. Yeah. So like they were shit the past four years. Yeah, yeah. And they finally found their core. It started with Bridges and uh, Washington. Mm-hmm. And then they got Lamelo, and everyone realized yeah. that's that piece that we needed. Yeah. And it's onto the defense and the big man. Yeah. And then we picked up Rozier too. Got another mm-hmm. score. So like Charlotte's doing they're exactly. On the come up. But I, I can see the Pistons. They have picking potential. up on the they're same. Making, they're making they their need, small moves. Yeah, they yeah. definitely in the in the they NBA especially, in the NBA especially, I feel like you need to have that um, superstar corner. Yeah, piece, yeah. Right? They're they're to gonna get that. They just drafted yeah. their number one overall pick. I give mean, them give them two or three years. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Exactly. All, all I'm saying is, you take Cunningham, you add Bagley. If you add one or one decent player, and then that 
that good free agent signing, that really good one that's going to come during some summer. I'm guaranteeing they're going to get someone at some point. I, I hope Pistons so, but, have the, a good but I, I I will say, too, I think the Pistons have to uh, rely on the draft a lot. Right? They do, yeah. Like, yeah, they're going to have Detroit to. Detroit exactly is not a desirable, huge, like, yeah. marquee free agent. Like, you know, mm-hmm. not a huge destination to go yeah, to, right? Yeah. I'm so, very curious to see how this draft Cue the Matt Stafford conversation the Pistons. Yeah. Definitely. Because yeah, uh, I don't know. This, this NBA draft class is kind of iffy to me. I mm. only see a few good people. Yeah, like, same. There's so much hype around uh, Chet Hol- yeah, Holmgren uh, from Gonzaga. Gonzaga pa- yeah. Paulo Bancaro, too, from Duke. He's legit, though. Yeah, oh, I, I think, I think yeah. Paulo Bancaro is legit. I think, I, I think Chet, I the Chet Holmgren pick, is legit, I'm, too. I don't know. I'm, if I had the number one pick, I'm taking Paulo. Uh, yeah. No. I'm taking Paulo over but Chet, Chet. But Chet's But But I think he has, he has... But right now, he's... Um, definitely, he needs to get bigger. I feel like like to be yeah. like Chet? being yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. With, like, he's a he's a seven footer but he doesn't exactly. have like he he's kind of presence in college basketball yeah he's thin. not he's, he's gonna just, get beat up in the NBA yeah yeah he so can't I, he can shoot though mm-hmm. that's the question where if he can translate that to the NBA even if he of course he can get huge he definitely will be able to you think so yeah the NBA is like same way kind of with the NFL when I kind of referred to how the passing game is becoming more relevant mm-hmm. like yeah. with the NBA the three point game is the same way like if having versatility like on the perimeter being able to shoot threes 1 through 5 is a huge deal I feel like right now yeah. so if Shet can fucking stretch out and rip threes rip some deep twos off a of pick and pop that's really valuable mm-hmm. so I I definitely I see him as like a top 3 pick I would not take him over Paulo though. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Yeah. All right, let's let's bounce on to the next one. All star star or all star rosters in general. I just had to I had to mention this because I think the all star draft was completely one sided. I think LeBron James's team is about to absolutely destroy Katie's. If you go look at the the starters on these teams, it is oh my god, is it like it's not balanced at all? LeBron's yeah, team not. is so much better. Like is, I'm not even looking forward to it. It's partially debatable, though, um, in some sense. But the one I hate on the starters list is Andrew Wiggins. He shouldn't be there. He shouldn't be a starter. I think he should be on the team. I don't think he should be a starter. I wouldn't even. You wouldn't put him on the on an All Star team in general. No, no I'd, I I'd, I'd put him on an All Star team. I'd put him in the reserves though. But if you look at LeBron's you know team, it's built so much you better. Know who's a reserve for KD's team. Hmm. Devin Booker. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's some bullshit. I didn't. I didn't know that. See, I mean, is it this whole list would look a lot different if it? So these are the matchups down low. You got Joel and Giannis, and then at guard you got John Stephen, and then Tatum, Demar, and then Wiggins, LeBron. Yeah. And then Trey and Jokic. Yeah. Well, that's that's if, my if, problem if is they have they have Jaw and with, Trey on. If you, I, Putting two point guards on the on the starting yeah. roster though, it's like, what do you? You could definitely question the whole voting process. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the other what thing is, KD, KD's in, injured, so he can't even play what, on his own team. What world though? On like, I'm just looking at the reserves right now. And what world is Draymond Green an All Star? That's that. So that's exactly my point. Is I feel like the whole. Voting that's like a popularity has to be, contest. like it's 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 a popular exactly, it's a popularity like, contest. The the voting in that is 
based off popularity and not necessarily stats. Yeah. There were definitely, there's going to be a lot of snubs. I think Draymond Green's back up for Defensive Player of the Year, though. Because he is crazy on defense, but. (laughs) Don't care. Big Miles Bridges guy. All right, funneling into our last topic now, uh, we're going to dive into our picks for the night. Um, Riley, you want to start us off with that? Or yeah, I'll start off. Um, I'm going to take the Pelicans over the Grizzlies tonight. Let me double-check the spread. I believe it was three and a half. Um, yeah, yeah, so it, it, was, it closed at – yeah, it was – Memphis three and a half. I'm taking the Pelicans at home over the over the Grizzlies with CJ McCollum now playing for New Orleans. They needed that on the on the the front end. They needed a shooter like that, so I like that too. But I don't know. Didn't they question if Ja was going to play tonight? I don't know if Ja was playing or not. Uh, that would help our cause for yeah. sure. But let me check and see. I'm not sure. Just to playing. let everyone know, we're recording on we're recording on Tuesday, so. These picks obviously aren't going to be live for everyone else. But John Moran's not playing. Yeah, he's not playing. So no. that does help the Pelicans. Yep. My picks tonight, I'm a big prize picks guy. I'm not huge into betting, but I'm slightly addicted to prize picks. I got the Taco Tuesday. I don't I don't like it. It's not the best Taco Tuesday they've given, which usually if, if people don't know, Taco Tuesday they give a, a bet that's supposed to hit, but... Tonight it went from twelve and a half Taco Joel. Tuesday. It went from it went from Joel Joel Embiid versus Boston having twelve and a half rebounds to going to ten and a half. I am taking the over because Boston doesn't have a fantastic big man, so I th- I think Joel is going to get a lot of rebounds. Bam Adebayo is playing Dallas. I have him over ten and a half rebounds as well. I don't. Once again, Dallas doesn't have a great big man. I think Bam's about to rack up the boards. Giannis Antetokounmpo twenty eight and a half points versus Indiana. I'm taking it. Every single time I've I've bet on Giannis to go over, it's worked. He's never failed me. And then Devin Booker versus the Clippers. I'm going over 25.5 points because just like, Gian- just like Giannis, Devin Booker has never failed me in a bet. I'm taking him every single time. He won me $500 a few weeks ago. I'm very happy. On to you, Sammy. On to my bets. All right. Uh, I live bet the Hornets in the third quarter. Uh, they're currently up by 10 right now, so it's looking pretty hot. And then aside from that, um, I bet the uh, Clippers plus 13 against the Suns. And then I also took uh, San Diego State money line. Uh, I don't know shit about San Diego State, but uh, they're playing Utah State 15-11 versus 15-16. Uh, San Diego State's uh, favored by four and a half. Uh, I'm just taking their odds, so I like All it. All right. All right. With that being said, that is the wrap-up on the second episode of The Hot Seat. I want to thank all of you for listening. Thank you for coming back. We had a lot of support, a lot of support on the first episode. Yeah, I appreciate that. Love all of you. Thank you for that. A lot of people text me. Yeah, all the the input. We're going to be listening to the feedback over the next few weeks, trying to edit what we need to do, edit what we need to fix. Appreciate all of you. We'll see you all next week. Thank you for coming. We'll be back next week, and also... uh, Coming up in the next few weeks, we'll be diving into March Madness. Uh, that'll be fun to talk about. I'm excited for it. And um, Riley, you want to sign us off? I will. Thank you guys for having me on. We'll have Riley back. And we are taking this party to Bob's. We're going straight to Bob's. <laughs> Welcome to the hot seat. Bob's, baby.